Welcome to Germany vs. USA. Today we start season 3. Alex, we're back. So you've been what? Six weeks of holiday? Just not, just unplugged, decompressing? Fully paid for. <laughs> <laughs> Fully paid by the government. You're 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 a socialist. That's why you're socialist. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, at least well, not all the time, but a couple of vacations were in there. Yeah, I, um, all in Germany, by the way. I I actually sent you that again. I think we, last episode we talked about a meme starting off, and here we are again. We don't actually share that that many memes, but we did share the one of the German vacation of being like, I'm sorry, legally I'm out of the office. Like I can't respond versus like the American mm -hmm. <laughs> vacation or like a, a medical emergency. I'm having a kidney surgery, but uh, I have my phone until they take it away from me. If you want to just text me, <laughs> which really, really I'll struck a note because I've actually been there like working, like in like waiting before like an operation being like, just one more email, one more email. <laughs> I won't have to. I won't have to respond afterwards. I'm going through a colonoscopy right now, so if my letters are a little like double, don't worry about it. But I'll be back in the office in an hour, <laughs> latest. <Yeah. laughs> um, <clears throat> no, I just um, uh, went to the island of Rügen actually for a couple of days uh, for like a week or something. That was nice. Um, which is like in the east of East Germany, like almost in. Uh, Sorry, God, I had to sneeze. Ah, bless um, you. Almost, Look at that. Sneezing. Ah, Sneezing. Ah. Uh, well, just a little, actually, just a that's little funny COVID. Just a little COVID sneeze. Don't worry about it. <laughs> nah, I wonder what that is. Um, actually, that reminds me of the island of Rügen because there was a lot of like weed, and I had to. It seems like I'm slightly allergic to, to like wheat, um, like the corn wheat. Just sne um, so, sneezing nice. on the be beautiful island during your watch parties. So you got to watch a little bit of the Euro out there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, we watched the... That was actually the Germany-Portugal game. So that was that was the only good one. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, all the others sucked. <laughs> I, I was watching uh, that game with some friends, and one of my buddies was just like, is Germany just terrible now? And then within like two minutes, y'all had then all of a sudden exploded. And I was like, no, Germany's coming back there. Who knows what happened <laughs> in that first game? I think Germany's good again. No, I don't think you are. I don't, it's, I don't understand. I, is, is Lowell in, in trouble? And you can see y'all, y'all are going to replace him. Yeah. There's no way you're going to keep him. Yeah. Actually, it, 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 it was clear before we started the tournament that he's going to step back afterwards. So that was kind of like, it was, Everybody knew it's his last show, basically his last tournament. So we'll get um, a new coach called Hansi Flick, who used to be the um, co-coach of the German national team under Löw, and then he coached uh, Bayern Munich for uh, like a year or two, I think only a year. And he actually made the triple; he won the Champions League with uh, Bayern Munich. And now he's going to become like the uh, national coach after. Like right now, he's probably already like working on stuff. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean that that would make more sense. I can't believe y'all had a dead man walking, like coaching in that tournament. That would never happen here. We would just fire you before 
Um, not that I we're any good. I think it I mean, we're, we've gotten become terrible at soccer. Like this week, yeah, you weren't even worse. qualified at the Euro. <laughs> <laughs> well, why didn't you not. make? Why didn't you make that happen? <laughs> why didn't you make that happen? Why didn't you call you Biden and be like, "Well, we want to take part in the European Champ." No, we don't care. No, it's just let's, let's be part of it. How, did you see the joke? It was like, "How can Messi be that good? He's never even scored a goal in the Euro." And you're like, "Well." <laughs> let's think about this for oh, a second <laughs> they, they are actually playing so we're recording on saturday um they're playing tonight in the copa americana did you did you hear the final like the who's playing i well it's Bra is brazil right brazil argentina actually is the yeah. final so. yeah so brazil and argentina and by the way if this is the first time you're listening um I'm Jim sitting here in Nashville. Thank you for, for tuning in. And Alex, where are you? I'm in Hamburg, Germany. Um, and it's like Saturday evening. Um, your time is like, what is it, like noon or something, right? Around like yes, 12.30 right. in the... Yep. 12.30, lunchtime on a on a Saturday. It's the beautiful 95 degrees and like 90% humidity here. So I'm mm -hmm. enjoying sitting inside. But I'm sure the AC is uh, buzzing. Oh, it's it's cranked. It is it is fully <laughs> fully going. Actually, I had a guy come out and look at it um, yesterday just uh, just to make sure that I could just fully just just you know. <laughs> so how can we make sure that it never breaks for one minute? <laughs> right. Well, what's wrong with your unit, sir? Nothing. I just wanted you here to make sure that nothing becomes wrong with it. It's just too hot. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so we're doing uh, we used to do a YouTube show called Germany versus USA where we talk about everyday differences between the Germany and the American life and culture and now we're doing a podcast we're doing a similar thing but also we talk about like current stuff in our personal lives a little bit more than we used to we do and we ramble sometimes about soccer and random things so <laughs> here you go yeah, enjoy, actually, enjoy the ride I thought what we could do, Jim, before we before we ended the uh, last episode, or what in the last episode we talked about the, like our favorite things for the summer. You remember? I do, right? So we took a what six weeks break, a little bit of a holiday. Yeah, yeah. and um, so I was thinking, you know what? Summer is not over. I think we're halfway through summer. I would say so. Um, Let's talk about the things that we planned. I, I have my list still here. I think you you do not have yours, but do you? I think we can figure it out together, right? I think yes. the point that we were both at least a little bit excited about was going swimming. Swimming. Have you made that happen yet? I have. I've actually been in the water more this summer than I have in like the last five years. Um, so my little human is in swim lessons, and so I go with her. And we actually went swimming this morning, and she's fearless, loves it. And uh, so it's a little scary because she actually just, she has, like, such a blast um, where, like, some of the other kids will get upset. And like, she's just like, yeah, I don't care. Like, just, I'm Jesus. Just, like, she'll just, like, walk, like, straight, <laughs> straight in. You're like, oh, okay, well, hold on. <laughs> Maybe some, you know, we got to work on that a little oh, bit. You're not Jesus. You're not Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You're not Jesus. You got to, there's some things we got to learn beforehand. But, yes, we have, we have been swimming. Um, and we actually went down and saw my folks and got to swim down there for a little bit. And, 
um, yeah, man. So I've, I've made that commitment happen and I've loved it. I, I, I love being back in the water. So I'm excited that my kid also shares that. I didn't really go swimming. I went dipping, I would say, um, like in the, uh, <laughs> in the Baltic Sea, actually dipping. Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, the, the beach we were at in Rügen, uh, it was like a, it was a nudist beach, actually. Um, yeah. So that's what I was going to say. Is, like, were you skinny dipping? Because that's the only way like we would use the term dipping when it comes to water. Well, what if you put a taco in like a really hot red sauce? Wouldn't you call that also dipping? You would, or if you were chewing tobacco, but only you'd only say dipping <laughs> in the context of swimming if you were uh, skinny dipping, which means swimming no, naked. Actually, nah, I, I was. We did. We didn't go. Um, the thing is, I was there with like my uh, uh, family in law, so <laughs> I decided not to do that. <laughs> you um, totally did, you Euro. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you totally did. <laughs> yeah. I the thing is I remember when I was uh, uh there like 20 years ago when I was like I must have been 10, 12 or 13 or something, I don't know. Um and we went to the beach and they were with my parents and we would also like then Back then, I remember we were skinny dipping. Um, but this time it was actually, it was also like in, in German, it's called FKK beach, like Freie Körperkultur. So like a nudist, nudist beach, basically, which a lot of them are in like Eastern Germany. And it's a very like deep ingrained into the, um, culture of, of East Germany, have, you know, going skinny dipping. Um, and it wasn't FKK beach, but it was like kind of like mixed. Some people were, you know, were wearing bathing suits. Some people weren't. So there wasn't like, it wasn't very crowded. And so we just and just joined, and at least we kept our clothes on. <laughs> All the Germans are naked except they're wearing their mask. <laughs> it's wearing their, their COVID mask. Uh, it makes me think of the book Springtime for Germany, where they talk about oh yeah like, yeah just like reserving your chair and your spot and making sure mm -hmm, that you're mm -hmm. here on the beach. So is that similar experience where you had to reserve and and get your dedicated chair it was like there, there wasn't really like an infrastructure so it was just a huge free beach and so um the thing is like that some people put in it's it's quite windy on rügen so they put like these little like windbreakers like i guess like you know tiny things that like protect you from winds kind of like small tiny tent um and there were just a couple of them unoccupied i don't know if people just put them there and they just leave them there for the summer but there just were just no people they were just abandoned and so for like an hour we debated if we could go in between two of these empty abandoned like, if it was okay or if it would like disturb the like unused like tent area it was oh no it was kind of funny um but what i actually tried to say with the entire story is i did i went dipping in the sense of i didn't go really swimming I just kind of refreshed myself because nice. it was fairly cold. It makes me think of the time we were going down the one in California and you wanted to like stop in the beach and like just dip your foot in and like wade out in there. And you're like, come on, go with me. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, <You> just <laughs> I hate sand. I'm not just going to get in the ocean and get back in this RV all dirty <laughs> and be miserable riding down and you were just like such a kid you're like no i'm doing it i'm going in and you sprinted down into the to the, the beach and the ocean and you were just as happy as Dude, you could it was be the, to dip it was 
it was my first time swimming in the Pacific, I think. So it was the first time. Yeah, I think it was because it was there was in Malibu, right? Malibu Beach. Yeah, yeah, we were or like in somewhere around the eight, uh, yeah. somewhere with the highway there. Um, and yeah, I just was just super excited because it was the water was so warm. It was my first time at the at that ocean. At least you know, I, well, we've been to San Francisco before, but it was the first time it was like realistic to go swimming because it was very hot and the water was warm. I had to take that opportunity, man. I couldn't. And I remember you were like on your toes to be like a fucking sand, oh, fucking sand. I hate sand in between my toes. Ah, oh, sand. <laughs> I, I do. I do hate it. And I don't care if it's West Coast sand or East Coast sand or if you're in the Gulf because it's all slightly dude, different. And I'm just like, no. That would be such an, oh, dude, there was this awesome, oh, this crazy show in German. It's like the a staple of the German like TV culture. It's called uh, Wetten Das, which, you know, which is based on. People bet if they can do certain things, and there's just completely random, crazy things that people do. You know, like they're sniff. You know, they can differentiate the slime of a dog's mouth from like 50 different dogs. It's completely crazy stuff that they do, right? Like insane that you wouldn't even think of these kind of things. Like, why do you have um, that talent? <laughs> yeah, and you could be like, well, I can, you know, I can blindly differentiate the. Uh, the sand of like 50 different beaches with by touching it with my pinky because like, <laughs> oh that's that's oh that's horrible sand from like somewhere mexico or something <laughs> i can i can tell the difference in some of the sands i wonder how many i like oh yeah i know no that's not for me <laughs> um no man i am uh, i you know how i am with with sand I, I like swimming if and i don't mind the beach if i could just get to the water without <laughs> having to touch any of the sand or if i can stay at a resort that has a pool and i can look at the ocean and the beach that's that's a-okay for me <laughs> okay so let's go back to the list so swimming was one of them uh now i'm going to my number one not talking about the pandemic actually that kind of worked there was a lot less talk about the pandemic and what's going on. I mean, the, the uh, I did two little trips, and on both, the pandemic wasn't really present. I mean, a little, 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 little bit, but um, it was fine. And no one had this urge to really have to talk about it anymore. Right. It's it's a relief. Um, we're seeing that here as well. I mean, obviously, the pandemic has not gone away, and you have Delta variant, and there's some concern. But you know, from just a day to day activity. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not something that's you know being talked about every day uh, here either. And that, I think that was one of mine, like getting back to like the the normalcy of like flying more. Um, mm -hmm. And I've flown a lot in the last six weeks. So I've been. I think before we took a break, I'd just taken my first flight in fifteen months um, since the pandemic, and since then I've been on uh, three or four trips um, for work and. You get back in and it's weird, man. The first time I went back to the office um, in Chicago, it was like a time capsule. You, know, you, you go in and we're all coming back in and nothing has changed, but everything had changed, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And then, um, but then we got right back to work. You know, everyone was just, you know, working and it was good to see everyone. Good to be in person with everybody again. Right. Um, you know, our team is fully vaccinated and, you know, so you're able to to do that. And um, but yeah, it wasn't like that wasn't what we were talking about, even in our free time. Right. We were talking about just 
general stuff and it's it's good it's good for the headspace right this too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. to like decompress and to forget it I mean, yeah, yeah exactly so and then my next thing was like barbecue parties and grill outs um yeah we actually did that like two or three times in between just yesterday i um prepared uh ribs and in the three do you know the three two one methods with ribs I don't know, and I just smoked some it's ribs actually, as well. So I want, I need a, I need this tip. Uh, so this is, by the way, a very like white male testosterone thing to talk about how to make experiments. I know everyone's like, oh, I don't give a shit. Just, are they good? I mean, are they good ribs or not? Yeah, they're they're good ribs, uh, but uh, a little thicker, you know, with a little more meat on them, and then um, you like. Uh, you grill them like indirectly for three hours uh, at 110 Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit right now, but it's uh, something warm, but not too warm. Then you steam them in like a closed container. You put like apple juice or something at the bottom. Uh, and then you steam them like for two hours. And then for one hour, you just glaze them with like, you know, put barbecue sauce on them and then you glaze them also like indirectly. So they're in there for like six hours almost. Um and they come out like super, super nice, super well. Oh man, that sounds good. I um, I randomly, well, I shouldn't say that. My wife randomly picked up some ribs at Aldi, so we have Aldi's here, mm. and you, you know, same company that owns Trader Joe's or however they're connected, and um, and so you go in there and you just never know what you're going to find, right? You just kind of go in, and and they had they had some, and so I did the same thing. Um, you smoked them like all afternoon, real low low temperature and uh you know it was great so but yeah i did not but i didn't so know about the steaming part of of that that's that's new to me that makes them like like you know like very very soft actually but so you said you it's so funny because when you said like if you go to an aldi in the states you never know what you're gonna get it's the entirely opposite of like in germany because it's always the same. You always know what you're going to get at an Aldi in Germany because they always have the same, like in every Aldi, they have like the same products basically at the same location in the store. So you always know where to, uh, where to, where to get stuff. But I guess that's different with the Aldi's or are you just not used to their products yet? Uh, no, it's, it's different. It's, it's usually different stuff. Um, it's so much cheaper. You know, it's like the third of a price of, of going to like a Publix yeah. or, or Kroger um, here. So um, it's really cheap. So you can run in and if you need, you know, just commodity items like canned goods or or whatever, you, you can grab. Toilet paper, and, that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then like it was like, and then you go in and you're like, oh, what is this? I'll try this. And so the ribs were something we tried and, and they were great. <laughs> but they do the... They do the quarter in the cart, you know, so you have to... Do they? So, yeah. <laughs> so, like, for y'all, it's, like, the one euro. Uh, and for us, it's the quarter. And so, like, no no one ever has cash. So, you're just... <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, well, I guess I'm just going to carry <laughs> carry stuff or try to, you know... <laughs> but they're committed. They're like, no, you need, you, need, uh, you need to bring a quarter. So, I was like, I'd have to oh, go to a so bank get money out of the bank, then go break a 20, then have the 20 broken again into coins. And then now I have all this cash that I don't want so I can use your stupid cart. So I, I would just probably buy more stuff if you didn't make me bring a quarter. But anyway, they're, they're, they're committed to it. Uh, dude, but that's so funny. I mean, I, 
That's insane that they kept that. I mean, I think the reason they are doing it is because they want to save money for, uh, you know, like people who will have to move the cards back and forth, right? I mean, that's the only thing they're doing it for because people have like this psychological, oh, I invested like, even if it's just 25 cents, I'm going to put it back where it belongs. So, you know, you don't need to hire like two or three guys who are just, you know, moving cards around all day through the parking lots. Um, I think that's why they're doing it probably. <sighs> yeah. I, I, I guess so. And it's nice yeah. that people put the carts away. Um, I was going to say the, unfortunately our minimum wage system here isn't the most generous. So I don't know how much money Aldi is actually saving by not <laughs> hiring someone else to <laughs> go fetch carts. Well, perhaps, perhaps it's, it's just the, this German thing. Cause I was always confused with, I remember the first time I got to the States and went shopping why they were like shopping carts, like just because I was having grown up in Germany, you know, like uh, you put your like 50 Pfennig back in the days or like eine Mark or a euro, whatever, or sometimes two euros in your shopping cart. And, you know, you put value in it sometimes, right? It's, it's your thing. Even if you have like the small plastic coins that they give out that are just worth nothing, but you know, what's your coin? And you've used them like a couple of times for the shopping cart. Kind of want a bag. <laughs> right? Kind of want a bag. And so I was used to, you know, the, you know, the, the, um, whatchamacallit, the shopping cart is just something that, you know, you take care of and you put back where it belongs. Right. And so when I got to the States, there was always like shopping carts around in the parking lot. Cause people would sometimes just, you know, take their groceries, put them in the car, just like, <laughs> this <laughs> Not is my free, problem. I need it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, um, I think that's pretty, so that's pretty why they're doing it. And why that also like their, perhaps the German motivation of, nope, we're making this proper. We're going to discipline you to put the cart back to the where it belongs, to the stand. Um, and, but that's really, really interesting that you had to break like a 20 cents <laughs> <laughs> with the shopping cart. I mean, uh, it would be more profitable for them just to put up a credit card machine and you just swipe your credit card and they charge you like a dollar to get, get the cart uh, and you can just rent it. The thing much. is, I, th I think that's, but I think that's, I, for some, I heard about that a couple of, or uh, like I, I, I read something about the couple of days or just a week ago or something. I think it's psychological um, because oh, if you put the yeah, money absolutely. in there, yeah, you want your you it's want your coin deal. back. Um, so yeah. do you know the? So we're saying cart. Or do you know the term buggy? That's where the kids can sit in, right? Is that more like a buggy or I mean, yeah, or like a carriage? Well, but some so some states say buggy. So like where I'm from in Mississippi. Um, you may hear people on SIP say, hey, like, go grab the grocery cart. And they'll say, hey, go grab the buggy. Same like in like, ah, okay. Alabama or like, so it's like a regional, mm -hmm. regional term. Um, we always said cart, but you will yep. occasionally hear buggy, which is like, if you just keep saying buggy, 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 it's like, it's a really weird word. <laughs> so, <laughs> the thing is, in, in German, it, it means like a stroller, like for kids, like a kid's mm -hmm. stroller is called buggy in Germany. Yeah, so is buggy, it the same in the States? yeah, it is right. Yeah. yeah, and they're also like what the um, like the Amish use, like a carriage, mm -hmm. like a horse-drawn carriage. Sometimes that's referred mm -hmm. to as a buggy as well. Um, uh, okay. So, anyway, but yeah, okay. if you if you ever want to want to have some slang, there you go, buggy for your twenty-five cent grocery cart. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I was, I'm really, this, the Aldi story just got me. I mean, that's awesome. Uh, I, uh, so you got the shopping cart, you got the chain. Yeah. I guess, well, in Germany, sometimes they have different stuff, but it's more like, um, 
uh, non-food stuff that that changes. They have like you know like they'll suddenly start selling like computers, umbrellas, like you know stuff for the household or anything. But like the food is usually very. Like very, they have. Like, I think they have like these American weeks where they sell like hot dogs and like hot dog sauce and like like you know like gherkins and like, in a can and, and, and like burger patties and and they have different kind of like weeks. It's, but, it's uh, always so disappointing. I remember like going into like you, different and, like kiosk and it'd have like the American section and you're just like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know by the way you know what brand like the hot dog buns and the hot dog sauces and the and the like sausages were from when you bought them at the special like american week at the aldi what the brand was from it's no. called trader joe's is it, is it called <laughs> it's, trader? It's yeah the, yeah <laughs> uh, and so for anyone who who, who doesn't uh, uh know that is trader joe's has become like a very successful like grocery store chain in the u.s that is actually owned by aldi right Right. Yes. And there's also two divisions or something, Trader Joe's North and Trader Joe's South or something like corporates. I, I don't know. Someone can correct yeah. some of this, but yeah, but Trader Joe's is so popular here. And I mean, you talk about not wanting to be somewhere on a Sunday. It is Trader Joe's because it is just chaotic. Um, but they, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, they're, they're cheaper than, a lot of our big box grocery stores and their product is better. So it's like a win-win. Yep. Like, of course they're going to, to outperform you. And there's like all these like side hustles too, like, uh, like Trader Joe's, like hunters or like, Hey, like if your city doesn't have a Trader Joe's, like people will make a run to a city with a Trader Joe's and get like special products and like bring them back. Um, and then sell mm -hmm. them and yeah it's just it's crazy oh really yeah yeah it's a whole like subculture of like people following trader joe's oh wow that's crazy and what you mentioned about like trader joe's perhaps being like two divisions like the north and south division would make really sense because actually aldi in germany is also two divisions it's like aldi nord and aldi süd they were two brothers uh, aldi stands for albrecht discounts so it was the family albrecht and so they have like the northern division and the southern division in germany as well and i think the southern division is uh, a little bit bigger and a little bit more successful. but i'm not sure which if it's like both of them are active in the states or if it's just one of the divisions i have no clue right now but yeah it's, uh, it's similar in germany with the two-part at uh, aldi Alex, one of mine, I think it was my number one, I know it was, was going on a family vacation. I got to, for the first time since 2019, see all of my family at one spot at the same time. So that was that was a big one. We went, even though I was just confessing my hatred of sand, we went down to the beach, uh, had a house rented down there. Got to hang out, you know, do the typical like beach stuff, you know, hunt for crabs, you know, go out in the, the ocean, uh, eat, you know, nice seafood and, you know, just, you know, hang out. But um, it was great because we've already alluded to it. Like the pandemic wasn't, you know, the centerpiece and it just it just felt normal, you know, just having like a, a family holiday where you can see everyone and drive everyone crazy and you know just yeah. just have a have a good time what, what was the place where you went which which area was that we went down to fort morgan so fort morgan is gulf shores it's alabama so my family is mm -hmm. in mississippi um so it's pretty close for them to get down there and then 
if you've ever been down that part of the country, it's like part of it, like Orange Beach, Seaside, everything is like really developed, super touristy, like just, you know, you're like, oh my God, like this is a lot of putt-putt and like, you know, Souvenir. Pup, pup, mini golf. Yeah, yeah, pup pup mini golf. Yeah, and uh, like souvenir shops and all that shit. But if you go out towards like Fort Morgan, there's nothing. It's it, it's literally nothing. You you go out on the sandbar, um, and Fort Morgan was a, I believe it was a fort prior to the Civil War, and then it was a Civil War fort, and then it was used by the U.S. military, and and now it's like no longer there. But it's there's nothing's out there, so like you can rent a house, and if you load up, get you know stock your car full of like booze and mm-hmm. food and all your beach stuff, you can go out there and just be be left alone. Um, and so that's what we did. And so it was just a relaxing, quick holiday. Um, you know, so it was good other than the sand. <laughs> <laughs> so like, um, can, is there like a group of people like from certain areas where you can, that you can say that usually like, uh, the, you know, does their vacation on the Gulf Shore? Is it like more like the Southern States or people from like, yeah. I don't know, from the East or West Coast come there or who's, who's doing their vacation? No, there? it's, it's Southern and <laughs> it's very Southern. Um, so depending on like how you want to do it, it's, it's, uh, that you can see some people it's some people watching <laughs> hey terry <laughs> yeah a lot of terry's down there um so sometimes it's called like the redneck riviera because it's just like holy mm-hmm. shit <laughs> <laughs> like what the, uh, the redneck what? riviera <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a slang term for it um but uh, you can awesome. also turn it into like a really nice family vacation right and you can have all of the fam- it's very family oriented right so you can yeah do the beach you can do the sand dunes you can you know if you wanted to go putt putt or rent go-karts or you know there's i think there's even like some what are they called like not amusement parks but almost like some roller coasters and yeah, stuff yeah. down there we um so we went did, we did that and then we for one of the activities one day we rented and you'll like this alex we rented an electric boat and so it Ooh. was, yeah, so it was a cruiser boat, kind of like a pontoon, but um, seafaring. And it held, I don't know how many people it would hold. It probably hold 12 people, 12, 15 mm-hmm. people com- comfortably. Um, and then we went up and down the canals and like in the channel and you could like see all like the big houses and, you know, you just, you could see all the boats and the marinas and, Unfortunately, the Gulf uh, gets hit by hurricanes and storms every once in a while. So it was mm-hmm. hit in either 2020 or 2019. And so there was a lot of damage and like rebuilds. So you could go down and, and, and look at that. And But yeah, it was really fun, really cool to do. Um, and a, a f- nice family vacation because it's something that I've grown up doing. And it, you know, it's been tough like not to be able to do that you know, for a couple of years and then have everything. Yeah block did you need a, here's a german question um did you need a license for the boat <laughs> uh no we had a captain so we had we had okay some, okay neat <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Uh, no i you know i don't know i probably could have just rented the boat myself but i don't know um 
Yeah, <laughs> we had someone driving actually, it I'm, for us. Yeah. Okay, because I'm asking that specifically because when we were like on Rügen on the island, we also rented like a tiny boat uh, that only seated like six to eight people. It was like a, it was not electric. It was like an engine, like only like 15 horsepower or something. Um, but the thing is, like, it seems like I had no clue. You were actually able to rent that boat without like a, a like a license in, in in Germany, which is really weird. That that and is crazy horsepower, to me. And fifteen horsepower is not that little. And so, um, you know, one of my best friends, you know, Zebo, he was also there, and he's like, you know, he's a sailing instructor. He knows this shit, right? He's like, it's you know, easy peasy. And so, um, <clears throat> I was happy he was there. And then, uh, um, you know, the, when the guy gave us the boat, he like. He explained everything to like I was like yeah here that's Sebastian you know he knows the stuff and he's going to be our like you know our um, our captain and so he explained everything to him gave him like the cards and everything you know with the different depth and what he have to look at the um, just insane insane amount of like information that of course you know Sebastian could have figured out himself with the with the maps but if I if he wouldn't have been there <laughs> I would have been lost <laughs> like, like, yeah you can't go there that's a fine of like ten thousand euros you're completely not allowed to go there it's like really be careful and when you you know when you come back you know do like a triple triple turn thingy and it's like I, have to, I mean I was completely it's so weird for Germany that you can do that and you know there's other boats as well you need to get out of the harbor and all that kind of stuff and I was like you would have given me that boat. <laughs> like, um, so that was very, very weird. It's very un-German, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. I I would not feel comfortable renting a boat on even in like just like, you know, a bay or marina um, because like I'm so unfamiliar with the rules and, you know, or I mean the ships yeah, and the yachts here. and things going, <laughs> going. I don't, I'm actually, the thing is like, I, I, I thought it, cause I wasn't sure if Sebastian was like going to join us. Right. It was like a little, wasn't, wasn't safe. And then he actually could join us for, cause could join us fortunately. And so if, if he weren't there, I pretty, I would have just canceled the entire thing. Cause I was like. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> being out there. Uh, oh, I'm you know, assuming like that you can't drink, right? You're not supposed to drink while you're no. captaining the boat, right? No. Yeah, and that's one yeah, thing. I mean, that they will. They will get you here on like if if you are operating the boat in you know lakes or ocean or river, it doesn't matter, and you're drinking and you get pulled yeah. over. I mean, there they they will get you. Yeah. See, it's dangerous. It's it's actually like being in the water is dangerous, especially if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, the thing is, I, I, I mean, we didn't even drink it. Like, we, we didn't drink at all that day. It was like super hot also. So we just, I was even without drinking. I was just like, nah, do thanks. I, ah. <laughs> but it all went well. And so it was, it was really nice. Uh, but yeah, but boating experience, I guess we both had that. That's good though. Another thing that we're getting to do now that uh, things have opened back up, Nashville is just completely open, um, is my <laughs> wife and I, and you made fun of me for using this term, we've been getting to go on date nights and, yeah. you know, having, having, you know, babysitter come over and experiencing like, you know, a nice restaurant or doing something fun. And <laughs> we actually went on one last night where we went to, to a nice uh, restaurant and I was telling her about... You know, you making fun of me, like date night. Like you would, why would you say date night? <laughs> you, you're married. What does that? What does that mean? 
<laughs> so what is your wife doing at this time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's nice. Have you, have you been able to get out and experience more restaurants? Are you still having to eat outside or what's, what's it look like? Yeah, we, I mean, you can eat inside. Um, and the thing is like my wife and I, we are both fully vaccinated. So, uh, so one of the requirements for eating inside is that you need to be, you know, you need to be tested or fully vaccinated or, you know, have had the, uh, um, Corona basically called COVID. And, um, we went, so we went to the island and then we, we went actually hiking for a week, uh, along the Rhine Valley. Oh, and yeah. so how we, was that? It was beautiful, man. It was insane. Uh, completely. It's just one of the most, like, to me, it was one of the most beautiful areas in Germany. It's, so it's ex- explain so it. Explain the, the, the wandering and, and the legs, because I think this would be really interesting to the American audience of, of what you actually did. Yeah. So, um, so the Rhine Valley, and this is like in between the city of uh, Mainz and the city of Bonn or Koblenz. So it's like a stretch of the Rhine, basically, for I think it's like 60, 80 kilometers long or something. Um, and so, you know, the, the Rhine makes quite a few turns there and it's, it's fairly steep, right? So they have a lot of like, you know, like mountains going up there. And it's a wine region as well, especially like the southern part of it's the Rheingau. And uh, there's uh, just, there's just an awesome hiking path that where you can go from Bonn to, to Mainz or to Wiesbaden, which is just across from there, where you can walk through this area. Um, and it's just, it's just magnificent. I mean, it's a beautiful, you know, they have the Rhine, this majestic river, right? Um, awesome mountains. You have uh, uh, wine that grows there. You have about 60 to 80 castles because, um, you know, back in the days, they were, of course, uh, um, barriers basically for uh, for taxes, right? So, you know, the different, like, Back in the days, Fürstentümer and separate, you know, entities, they would, um, kings, they would collect, uh, money for, for boats who passed along the Rhine. So they built all big castles and, um, a lot of them are still there. So you're hiking up and down there, like along and you just see, like, you know, like castles from the 13th, 14th century monasteries from like the year 900 or a thousand. Um, and you have beautiful views and, you can drink great wine in the evening from like local wineries, which produce like uh, the best Riesling that in Germany. Actually, for Riesling, I don't know if you've heard of that wine. Um, that is like the number one area, like almost in the world. They produce the best Riesling that there is because of the way that the the geography, like that that the, they are structured, because like it's on it's facing south, so they always have the sun, and the way like the earth is built. Um, it's just perfect for this wine. And so, uh, yeah, it's a really, really good recommendation. And you can do like daily hikes, hikes of like 12, 14, sometimes 20 kilometers. And sometimes, you know, you go up and down quite a little bit. So it can be, uh, can be, um, need to be a little bit fit at least. Uh, but it's, it's a perfect vacation actually. It's really yeah, nice. And it's what, like six or seven legs, you know, so you, you start in and you'll do like a day hike and then you'll get into like a, a vineyard in the evening and then you can, you know, rinse yeah. and repeat. Right. So it's, you, you just meander yeah. all the way down. And then did you take a train? Yeah. Is that how you were able to get back like to and from like after yeah. you did it? Yeah. Well, well, we didn't, we actually only went one direction. So we never went back basically. Um, we what we did is because the first the first like uh hike we did was like a 22 kilometer hike and 
quite quite a lot of like up and down. We went along the uh, Lorelei, which is almost like a, a German myth because the Rhine is like really narrow there, and there's like an old German like myth where the Lorelei, which is supposed to be like a beautiful like woman that sang down from the mountains, and then you know like the people who were the captains of the boats, the Rhine, they would be you know so amazed by her in awe that they would crash their boats uh, because mm. that area of the Rhine has like a lot of like accidents actually. And then the children uh, actually, would be eaten or something, right? There's always that extra. Yeah, it's so. like, it's, it's, <laughs> let's make it a little darker. <laughs> let's, let's make it a little more screwed up. <laughs> yeah, I think the story is that she was supposed to be a witch and brought, like, you know, to her tribe, and then she just jumped like off the off the cliff there. And um, but anyway, um, yeah, and you can. Uh, you can go like, of course, back and forth, but it's really nice to go just one direction. There's like all that, like little villages in between. So every couple of kilometers, like, a tiny village. Um, and there's just like a train that goes by. So you can, like we did, we didn't go like every like hike. We just, you know, we skipped like a couple and then went hiking around like a, like a round tour. Um, and so yeah, you can, you can, you can do like the, the Rheinsteig, which, which is like 300 something. I think all the entire like hiking is 300 something kilometers, but um, you can also just skip a couple of things. And then, you know, like the, I we went to like the nicest a lot. part. But... It's like 180 yeah. miles or something. Yeah. I, so I would just take the train from one vineyard to the next. Like, all right. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> okay. Probably going to be pretty yeah. blasted by the time you get off the trail, Alex, but uh, I'll be <laughs> enjoying my reasoning in this cheese plate. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the last, um, the last uh, two, hi- or the last hike we did, we, uh, you know, we uh, met with my friends from university because I, I studied in Mainz. And so, you know, Lena and Wiebke were there. And so we did like a, the last hike was like 15 or 18 kilometers. And we, this is when we actually had like wine in between. We went to like, um, like famous monastery, uh, uh, close to Eberbach where we had some like, yeah, wine and sitting in the vineyards and like had drinking wine. And then we still had to go like 10 or 12 kilometers. And so that was a lot harder because before we, you know, at the entire hikes, we never drank a thing just in the evening, perhaps a glass of wine, but drinking in between, man. And it was like, I don't know, like it was like 80, 85 degrees. Oh, oh man. Yeah, that's that tough. <laughs> that will sit. Now, can you go on the trails for free or do you have to pay? Yeah. Like, so it's, no, free, it's, it's free. It's free. And then they yeah. hope that you stop in one of the villages to, you know, get some wine yeah. and, and yeah. chill. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, and they're like well marked and the, 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 they're well walkable. You know, sometimes you have to actually climb a little bit, but, you know, they have every like security, like hold things there and so uh i mean the yeah the one hike was actually quite adventurous it just it always just makes me think of a spot again where it's just like <laughs> we go, we're going walking with like our, our stick and <laughs> we're doing it <laughs> like, yeah uh, oh man and, but the thing is like it's so it's so weird so on that trail that long trail for like the 22 kilometers there like in our direction, we met no one, not not one person, on twenty two kilometers of hiking, and like there was like two people uh, that we met that were going like in the other direction. So, or actually two groups, two t- like two two couples. Actually, one of them happened to be from Hamburg as well, which is kind of funny. But we, on the entire like walk, we met six people over the course of like six or seven hours. There's no one there. That's cool, man. That's so nice. I mean, just 
I, it's, it's like a silver lining, right? Because I'm sure in nor- more normal times, it would be <laughs> a little more crowded. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's nice. And you don't have to, like, you know, here, you have to worry about, like, poisonous snakes and bears and, you know, all types of crazy shit. And so this, you can actually just <laughs> enjoy, like, just going on a walk. <laughs> you know? Yeah, not going to get abducted. I mean, be quite... The bear's not going to eat me. You know? Yeah. More murder hornets aren't going to kill me. Like, I'm just uh, <laughs> just doing this. Just the. The only thing that was annoying were sometimes mosquitoes a little bit in like certain parts of the woods. And like my wife, she's a little uh, like, she doesn't like ticks or the idea of ticks too much. So, um, oh yeah, uh, no, she's who does? Little... Like, do you like, yeah, you're, you're a fan of them? <laughs> uh, I just don't think about them as much as my wife does. I think. Oh no. Like, but it I don't was want, fine. I don't, I don't think... want any nature touching me. Like if I'm going on a hike and like I br- bump up on a brush. I'm like, Oh God, is that poisonous? Like, <laughs> I need, I need to like, take a shower now. <laughs> no, it was, uh, yeah, you, f- you feel very safe doing that. Um, feel very safe. So, yeah, I can only recommend that the Rheinsteig. I can put in the in the put like a link to their website uh, in the uh, comments, perhaps. First episode of season three. Um, that's it. We had shopping carts. We had the Redneck Riviera. <laughs> Riviera. Oh man, that's that's. <laughs> I'm gonna put that as like it's the title of the episode. <laughs> um, I don't, it's I, probably it's probably harsh. I mean, because it's it. You can you can make it what you want it to be, Alex. In that, uh, no. The thing is, I I am 100 certain it's like a beautiful area. It's just the like the. Putting these two terms, Riviera, right? It's like an Italian word for uh, it's such like, you know, uh, Riviera. So then such a romantic, like, like, like passionate term, right? Where you have like, oh, I want to go back to the Riviera. It's like, well, this is the Redneck Riviera. Also with like the American language, like pronunciation of it. It's awesome. Hey, man, if we're known for anything, it's our master of the languages. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Um, so yeah, so this uh, we'll be back on the on August first um, with our second episode of of this exactly. season. Exactly. Yeah, we um, wanted to, we wanted to check in, say hello to everyone this week, but normally we release first and third Sunday of the month, and so yep. that's that's we'll the plan. Yeah, we'll keep to that uh, uh, um, plan, basically. Quick tip for next time, because I th- I, w- I wouldn't mind talking about that a little bit next episode. Uh, check out uh, Bo Burnham Insight. I'll oh, put a link in the yeah. show notes, and perhaps we can talk about the next time a little bit. Yes, and y- yeah, you got to do more than just listen to the audio. You have to actually watch watch the the visual. So <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a curveball at the end, but yes, we will talk about old Bo next time. Awesome. That's it for today. Uh, have a nice summer still going on, and uh, we'll you'll hear from us in two or three weeks. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for listening. Please give us a review, rate us wherever you consume, and we'll see you in a few weeks. Please give us a review, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>